0: On Deck. On. Deck. On Deck. On deck. Deck. On Deck. On Deck. With Max. What is up and welcome back to another exciting episode of On Deck with Max. I'm your host, Maxwell Schaefer, and today we're gearing up for one of the biggest events in the sporting world, the Super Bowl. So strap in because it's going to be a wild ride. The Super Bowl is just around the corner and anticipation is going through the roof. The entire season of hard work, determination, and nail-biting moments is coming to a close. But, let's get right down to business. The big question on everyone's mind, who is going to face off in this epic showdown? Well, after a grueling season, we have the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl 58. It is a rematch of Super Bowl 54 where Patrick Mahomes led the Chiefs to a 31-20 win over the 49ers at Hard Rock Stadium on that night, while also earning Super Bowl MVP honors by throwing for 286 yards and two touchdowns while also adding a rushing score. Now this year, can the Chiefs defeat the 49ers again to earn their third championship in five years? Or will the addition of Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey help put San Francisco over the hump? Now going into this game, the 49ers are two-point favorites in the 2024 Super Bowl odds, while the over and under for total points is 47.5. But now, let's take a closer look at each team's journey to the Super Bowl. The 49ers, led by their star quarterback Brock Purdy, have been nothing short of dominant this season. With an explosive offense and rock-solid defense, They've steamrolled their way through the playoffs, leaving a trail of defeated opponents in their wake. General Manager John Lynch helped field one of the NFL's most complete teams in the regular season thanks to excellent offensive and defensive plays. Brock Purdy silenced critics and proved management right for sticking with him, finishing the year with 4,280 passing yards, 31 passing touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. He led a 49ers offense that finished second in NFL yards per game with 398.4 behind only the Miami Dolphins with 401.3, The 24-year-old quarterback seamlessly executed Shanahan's system with the league's most dynamic supporting cast in Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle, San Francisco's 61 total offensive scores tied with Miami's for most in the league. Steve Wilk's defense allowed 30-plus points in just two regular season games this year, while the unit's 31 total touchdowns allowed were the second fewest in the league behind the Ravens with 26. The 49ers defense finished 8 in yards allowed per game with 303.9, compared to the Chiefs, who were the NFL's second best in yards per game with 289.8. The 49ers' only real blemish came between Week 6 through 8 when they dropped 3 straight to the Browns, Vikings, and Bengals. Brock Purdy and the 49ers responded in a big way after their Week 9 bye rattling off six straight wins to capture their second straight division title and third in the last five years. San Francisco would fall to Baltimore in a Week 16 loss that ultimately had zero impact in its playoff outlook. Brock Purdy and company clinched the NFC's number one seed that very next week in a win over Washington. Now, comebacks have defined the 49ers' playoff run this year. They fought off an impressive divisional round effort from Jordan Love and the upstart Green Bay Packers with a fourth-quarter resurgence, barely escaping in a close 24-21 win. San Francisco's NFC Championship clash with Detroit proved to be a tale of two completely different teams. The Lions dominated the first half, while the 49ers took over the second half, winning again by just three points in a 34-31 victory, sealing their date with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in Super Bowl 58. And now moving on to our next team, we have the Chiefs, the team that is no stranger to the spotlight. Led by the veteran leadership of Patrick Mahomes, they've battled adversity all season long, proving themselves time and time again as true contenders. Now, most teams would be ecstatic with an 11-6 finish, but for Kansas City, though, it was symbolic of their turbulent season. Between dropped passes, Travis Kelsey's health, and a general feeling that something was off, this certainly wasn't the well-oiled machine we have all come to expect. Their 6-1 record soon turned to 8-5 by Week 14, following a stretch of losses to Denver, Philadelphia, Green Bay, and Buffalo. No one could forget the chaotic ending against the Bills, capped off by Kadarius Toney's costly offside penalty that wiped off an unbelievable game-winning touchdown. But Kansas City's lowest point may not have been in upstate New York, but in Week 16, when the Raiders stunned the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. Now, despite the heartbreaking losses and intense national attention on their offensive shortcomings, the Chiefs managed to win their 8th straight AFC West crown in Week 17 versus the Bengals. It was a divisional title earned mostly through the best defense Patrick Mahomes has played with his entire career. Led by defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo and fueled by Chris Jones, George Karlaftis, Tripp McDuffie, and Legereus Sneed, Kansas City's elite unit allowed the league's second fewest yards with 289.7 and points with 17.3 per game this year. The Chiefs have used the playoffs to send a reminder that the AFC still runs through them, even if it means going on the road. After handling the Dolphins 26-7 at home in the wild card, Kansas City earned consecutive road wins in Buffalo and Baltimore to book its trip to Super Bowl 58. Now here's where I'm going to make a bold prediction. When the final whistle blows on the Super Bowl, I believe we're going to see the Kansas City Chiefs emerge victorious. That's right. Even though I hate to say that the Chiefs and their annoying fan Taylor Swift will win, I have a feeling that, with help from the refs and the NFL, that the Chiefs will win the Lombardi Trophy. But, of course, anything can happen on game day, and you know both teams will leave it all on the field in pursuit of victory. But... With all that being said, I personally think that the Chiefs will take the Super Bowl and be the ones hoisting that Lombardi trophy. But it's not just about the game itself. The Super Bowl is also known for its halftime show, which is always a spectacle in its own right. And let's not forget about those legendary Super Bowl commercials that have become a staple at this event. This year, we will have Reba McIntyre to sing the National Anthem and Post Malone to sing America the Beautiful. But the halftime show performance will be done by Usher, the world-renowned singer, songwriter, and dancer, who is best known for his songs, Yeah, Burn, and You Got It Bad. So, whether you're a diehard fan or just in it for the halftime show and commercials, there's something for everyone when it comes to the Super Bowl. And there you have it, another thrilling episode of On Deck with Max is in the books. The excitement around the upcoming Super Bowl is crazy, and I hope you're just as pumped up as I am. I want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you for joining me today. And if you enjoyed today's episode, do me a favor, leave a review, share it with your friends, and turn on those notifications so you never miss when I drop a new episode. Now, looking ahead, we will have a new episode on Wednesday, talking about the results of the Super Bowl, and discussing the highlights and news that took place that night. If you want to stay connected with us on social media, we're active on Instagram and Facebook at On Deck with Max. I would love to hear your thoughts, predictions, and future topics you might want me to cover. But that wraps up today's episode. Until next time, make sure to tune in for the Super Bowl this Sunday, stay in the know, and as always, keep it on deck. This is Max, signing off. On deck. On. On. Deck. On deck. On deck. On deck. On deck. With Max.